0: Hey, you. Welcome to the Even In Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey, you. Welcome to the podcast. You are in. You are in for such a treat today. Today, I have on the podcast an amazing and beautiful and talented woman named Jen Downey. In this episode, Jen is gonna take us through her weight loss journey that she has recently encapsulated into a song. And you're gonna be able to hear that song here today on the podcast, but also through the show notes where I'm gonna put a link for you. Jen shares so openly and confidently with us what her truth of her weight loss journey has been everything from you know being scared and moving into taking or having bariatric surgery all the way through just her truth in where she is right now and what god is stepping her through on her weight loss journey i hope this particular episode blesses you as much as it blessed me hey there Just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into everything temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is, until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now, to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the the inside out the same way that I transformed... I have now published my first book. It's called *The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook*. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is think of it as having me, Sherry Capella, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred-day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. You are in for such a treat on this episode. Today, I finally have an opportunity to sit down with a beautiful friend of mine. Her name is Jen Downey. She is on our praise and worship team at work in her at work at church. And, (laughs) um, her voice is just, you know, it's a gift from God when you hear her sing. And so today I've invited her on the podcast because she recently shared on her, um, social media platforms, a song that she wrote and performed, and it's also available on YouTube. It's, it's available. Um, if you probably heard that the intro of this show, it's also available on YouTube and that link will be in the show notes, but Jen has the voice of an angel. She's been blessed and Uh, And blessed with this talent of the ability to just sing worship in such a relatable and profound way that you feel the Holy Spirit moving through her. Um, Jen, you are just an amazing woman. I'm so thankful to have our paths crossed to call you friend. And I would love it if you would tell us a little bit about you.
1: Sure. So uh, my name is Jen. As Sherry already said, um, I was a military wife for the last 20 years. My I have two children. One is 22, and one is 17, turning 18. She'll be going off to college and pursuing worship as well, which I'm super excited about.
0: She has um, a beautiful voice too. Oh,
1: she is such a beautiful voice, and yeah. and so it's been really neat watching her grow in that. Um, but yeah, I was a mom at a very young age, and so um, a big part of my my health journey that is actually a huge part of it. I feel like before I even was like. Fully, who I was, I was a mom, and that caused yeah. a lot of changes in my body and in my person. Yeah. And um, so, I can't really remember a time from being a mom on when I didn't struggle um, with my my weight loss and my identity. Um, the worship was was a huge part of it, and mm. we'll probably talk about that more. Um, it was really what led me to to my decision um, to kind of change my life and make uh, weight loss a thing because I spent a lot of my life up in front of people. Yeah. Um, and, and I love to teach and talk to, and I, I think God's gifted me with some leadership stuff. And so, yeah. um, yeah, those are just some of the things I love. I love to worship. I love, um, to be around people, to be up in front of people. Uh, not even the attention can be awkward sometimes, uh, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, but just, um, being able to yeah share what God has given me, uh, whether it's through words or song uh, with other people is probably my greatest blessing in life.
0: Uh, it And it shines. I mean, you're a, you're a light. And when you get up there, it doesn't come across as though you're desiring the attention as much as you are shining your light. And I feel like, you know, we as women need to lift one another up and, and let each other know that, you know, this isn't about you know, what we're doing here on earth. It's about what we are doing here on earth for God's kingdom. And I truly see you in that role. So tell us a little bit more about your, um, your weight loss journey, because I think we can all relate to this, you know, becoming a mom or body changing all the things nobody ever told us, (laughs) but tell us a little bit about your weight loss journey.
1: For sure. So I was never like a super thin person. Um, I I always I feel like from the time that I you know hit twelve or thirteen on and and developed as a woman I was like a little bit curvy and that was my thing. Um, but of course in high school you're still like you know critical of yourself and you're you're still in your size you know six to eight jeans. You know I was yes. never zero. Um, But I was looking at the girls who were zeros and wishing I could be and thinking there was something wrong with me. And so um, I always struggled with that. And then I got pregnant at a very young age and I was actually 16 when I had my son. Um, And so before I even kind of moved, I I, I even see with my daughter, she's kind of moving into this, like um, figuring out who she is and, and, and being healthy. And, uh, you know, those college years when you're in the best shape of your life, I didn't have those. (laughs) I I became a mom. And so what a lot of women struggle with, you know, maybe in their late twenties, early thirties, I did at a very young age. And so um, I was also though a very active person like I you know I was on drill team and I love um you know this I love exercise I love yeah. um being busy you know and I, dance was like one form that I really love so I've enjoyed Zumba through the years and and step aerobics and things like that because they involve music of course I yeah. love music yeah. um, and so that was a huge part of it but I mean no joke I I struggled with just, I mean, I can remember seasons where I, I was at the gym six days a week, you know, almost two hours a day and, wow. um, you know, going on crash diets and doing things like that. Um, and just nothing, nothing worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I would have discovered the seekers method soon. Little plug. <laughs> um, I wish I would have discovered that in my young years. Cause I really yeah. think that connect between listening to God. I was not listening to God during any of that. Yeah. Um, and so I actually went to California about, four years ago, I was at my all-time highest weight and I got another contract to lead worship um, as the worship leader there. And I can just remember, and I actually got the contract alongside um, another gal, Annie, who was one of my just best friends. And she was this beautiful, tiny thing Mm. from Taiwan. I mean, she was like (laughs) pocket-sized. She was gorgeous. And when she led worship, I was, I, I, this is the first time I would say, I wasn't jealous and I wasn't insecure. I was inspired
0: because oh, I, I felt like
1: nothing distracted me from the way that she worshiped. Yeah. And I was consumed by the way that I looked when I led mm-hmm. worship. I was so distracted um, by my clothes, by feeling not myself, mm-hmm. um, that that it really was a hindrance for me during worship. And I'm like, I can't keep doing what God has called me to do without feeling insecure um, and just horrible, my own skin week after week after week. And that prompted me and I was working out, I was working out, I was dieting, I was doing everything. And that prompted me to go to the doctors um, and to um, deal with bariatric, the bariatric department. Um, And ultimately um, through a year long journey of, uh, there's actually a lot that goes into getting bariatric surgery and approval um, psychologists and this and that just to make sure that you know, you're ready for that kind of change in your life. Um, and I got the surgery about three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just the best decision of my life. And I don't think it was the best decision of my life because it was what doctors said. I don't think it was the best decision of my life because I lost weight. I think it was the best decision of my life because God put me there for that time. Um, and he finally prepared me for what change I needed to make and, um, and kind of reminded me of who I was and that Mm -hmm. it was okay to fight for that woman. So,
0: Oh, and to fight for that woman. And so that's a perfect segue into your song I want to talk a little bit about because um, the lyrics of your song are amazing. You speak about, you know, really fighting for who you want to become because you didn't want to stay the same, that kind of thing. Um, I need to say up front in your video, you say, I'm a singer, I'm not a guitar player. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you right now to those of us who don't know how to sing, read music or play guitar. You're both.
1: <laughs> you. I a guitar player might disagree, um, oh. but I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> no, you're amazing. But I want to, do you mind if we talk a little bit about the lyrics? I mean, I don't, I obviously, you know, I don't want to go through all the lyrics, but I feel like your lyrics strike a chord, no pun intended with all of us, mm-hmm. as we're going through our weight loss journey, you say things in this song that resonate with our hearts in, in ways that we don't necessarily always articulate well, at least, you know, so you mentioned in your song, you know, what, that you've received opinions. I I think it was, um, oh, you start out by saying, never said that I wasn't beautiful. I absolutely love that because did you ever, were you ever dealing with people telling you, you know, oh, you don't have to lose weight. You're beautiful as you are, or any of those sorts of things. All the time. All yeah. the time,
1: all the time, it, you know, and, and everyone has their, their ideal and it's different, Yeah, you know, for some people, they, they do prefer to have quite a bit of weight on them. Actually in my weight loss journey, um, I even had someone tell me the other day, I, I admire all the weight you've lost because you don't look as bad as some of the people I know who've lost weight, <laughs> um. And I was like, oh, you know, like that just shows the way that we 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 kind of gauge that because some people yeah. do. But that was that was something I knew um, for me personally. I did know a lot of people who had done the surgery and lost a, a, just a massive amount of weight. Sure. Um. And were were what we would say probably would be thin by the world standards now. Sure. I knew that I had never been that thin, and yeah. so you know, me and my husband, and that was a big thing with this that I will say he went on this journey with me. That's awesome. Um, And, um, he always said I was beautiful and I did always have this confidence that I wrote about in this song. Um, I never went through a phase where I didn't put on a bathing suit to play with my children. And that's no shame for those who do. We all have our, um, our insecurities, um, but man, fight through that. If if you're there, um, there is nothing that should stop us from, from doing the things that God's called us to do. Like, like play with our children at a beach, you know, and if I agree um, putting, putting on the bathing suit and put on the bathing suit. But I never had that experience. My husband was, was great. And he, um, walked this journey with me and we both were like, you know, I, I I don't want to be thin. God created me. I do. When I look back at pictures of myself, when I was in school, Mm -hmm. um, he created me at at really the size, very much to the size that I am currently, I still lose a little bit, you know, just on this journey, but, um, I'm not, I'm not far now from where, um, I think God wants me to be. And oh, there are many that would look at me and say, you could still be thinner. And I'm oh. not concerned with
0: that. <laughs> no, no, I, I totally agree. And, and God will use, you know, anything in our lives to get us where he needs us to be. So it's, you know, it's a matter of just staying attuned to his voice and what he's saying, as opposed to the voices that, you know, are plentiful around us, mm-hmm. um, I love what you say. There's a lyric in here where you say, um, I, I didn't mean it. It did not mean I wasn't confident just because I didn't want to stay the same. So tell me a little bit about what you didn't want to stay the same. Was this standing on the stage with Annie and you know, what you needed to have come out of you or what was it that you didn't want to have stay the same?
1: Um, Oh, so much like, you know, I had someone once tell me, uh, when I was going on and on and on about how fat I was, you know, realistically we do that and, yeah. and just how, how awful I felt and how disgusting I looked in clothes. And, and, um, it was, it was a sister in Christ and she looked at me and said, um, you are so vain. Oh. And, and I was like, um, hello, you know, narcissists and, and yeah. vain people think they're beautiful. Like, clearly yeah. you don't hear what I'm saying. She's like, you're still talking about yourself. And it just, it really rattled me because I'm like, this is so true. I was more self-obsessed when I was heavier than I am now um, because it just was such an idol in my life. It was such a focus yet. I was doing nothing to change it. Um, It was like I said, you know, I would be leading worship, which is the thing I feel most called to do Mm, um, thing that I find most fulfilling I mean, and you're, you're on a stage praising the Lord, singing these lyrics, connecting with God almighty. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about how I look in these jeans. Yeah. you know, And it just yeah. like, that is what just like, was like, this cannot keep happening. This has yeah. to, this has to change. Um, that being said, like, I, I, you know, it it wasn't about the weight loss. It wasn't like I hated myself. You know, I had those moments, like everyone does, that I was talking about, where I might would be really down on myself. Um, but I, I knew God created me. I, I knew I was beautiful. I knew I had a purpose. I never questioned these promises. Um, I knew my husband loved me. Um, I knew my children adored me. You know, they don't. Kids don't see that. They don't. You yeah. Know, think no, they about they How you look in your jeans? You know, yeah. they they that their mom picks them up and cuddles them and does things with them, and so. Um, It wasn't any of that, you know, me looking at people and saying, I've got to lose weight. I'm going to do this surgery for me. That was a big part of it. Um, You know, people are like, oh, you're beautiful the way you are. Like you're saying, oh, you know, I just wish you could be more confident. And I'm like, I'm not any of those things. Ask me about what kind of mom I am, you know, ask me about what kind of wife I am, Um, ask me about being a child of God. I'm so confident in these things. But this one thing, this one thing is, is poisoning every part of that and I'm not okay with it. And I want to change. And that's that God loves you the way you are, but he's not going to leave you where you're at. Um, so I, I didn't want to stay the same. I knew God had, I just, he put that desire in me to know that there was something more out there for me and I needed to fight for it.
0: Yeah. And do you find, are you at that point now where you feel there's something more that you have found through your weight loss journey? So that way, when you're on stage, those thoughts are kind of taken captive now. Oh, absolutely. I still have my moments, you know, I, I still have my moments, but
1: I find that that they're after, um, they'll still be, yeah. you know, like a photograph will trigger. I think like, you know, you say trigger warnings for, for big, deep, serious wounds. And I still think we have those, even if mm-hmm. we've, we've gone through this weight loss journey, you'll have a moment where you see a photo or a video and you're like, Oh, I shouldn't wear that outfit. Yeah. Um, Oh, that you, totally you kind relatable. Of the person you were, you know, you're like, it's like flashing back to the person that the way that I used to look, but absolutely. I mean, when I get up in the morning, not only even when I'm on the stage, do I feel like those thoughts are captive and I'm able to focus on what God wants me to focus in on, on him and his beauty and be pulled away from my, you know, whatever else, whether I, it's my beauty or my, my insecurities. Um, but even, I mean, from the very start of my day, like that's where I'm like, guys, it's worth, it's, it is worth this fight. It's not easy. This weight loss, journey, this health journey, but um, you know, I get up in the morning and, and putting on clothes to go to church or to go do the things that I have to do. Um, I don't start out my day defeated. I start yeah. out my day um, just, just in the right space, talking to God um, and And feeling, you know, at peace with who I am Mm -hmm. before I even walk out my door to go accomplish the things that I'm going to accomplish. And that is such a blessing. That was not a blessing, honestly, that I was prepared for. I don't think I ever thought I would get to that place. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I I mean, I thought only people that were size zero got to that. No, no, Um, no. And I'm by no means a a size zero. You know, I I, I'm actually between like a size eight and 12, probably depending on who the maker is. I mean, really, let's be honest. Yeah. And 20, depending yeah, the enemy yeah. sizing, um, but, but I'm at peace with myself and
0: it's such a blessing. It is. And, you know, because in order for us to actually, you know, walk in order to have the fruits of the spirit, we have to walk in them. You know, God yeah. get, has given them at, to us as something to strive for, but also we leverage them while we're striving. You know, I mean, I love that you talk about getting up and doing the hard things because weight loss, really, I say this all the time. It's, it's super simple. That does not mean it's easy. It's oh, simple yep. in that you, yeah, you just have to do what you got to do. Yeah. And
1: you see, you see too, like, I mean, you're, that's why I'm saying, I wish I would have discovered the seekers method and, and had a friend like you from the beginning. Um, because even though I'm not even an official part of that program, um, listening to you share this stuff so massive because um, you were talking the other day, the temptation never goes away.
0: Yeah, um, I know. So,
1: not going to. We we live in this earth and we live in the United States. Oh, fast food <laughs> on every corner, you know. Um, and so that does not go away. Um, no. it, it's a consistency thing. You see, people even now, sometimes I, I hear that enemy like, Oh, be careful. You're sharing all these these tutorials on working out and um, you know, eating right. What if you fall off the wagon and you gain all the mm-hmm, weight back? Mm-hmm. People have done that and it's like, nope, we're not doing that. You know, we're yeah. gonna we're going to keep fighting that good fight. We're going to press on, you know, toward, um, just all the blessings that we have in the eternal life in, in Christ. And, and we're going to keep fighting,
0: you know? Oh, so encouraging. Now, speaking of encouraging another set of lyrics, and I promise I only have like two or three questions no, about I your love- lyrics because your lyrics just, it, it just resonated. And I know it's going to I resonate in about the hearts writing
1: of songs or the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. even People like the voice, you know, like, yeah. and things like that. But when you're, when you're a songwriter, the lyrics are, so they are heart on, on a piece of paper, you know, this was absolutely
0: thank you. totally can relate to that. So yeah. you mentioned, um, slowly discovering all I can do. such such possibilities. I'm interested to know through your weight loss journey, what have you discovered that you can do?
1: It's, it's crazy because it, I feel like I'm just constantly discovering more. Mm. And that is what is um it it makes me really excited for even the next seasons to come. Um, because the goal was honestly just to lose the weight and to stop letting it consume me. Yeah. Um, and that happened. And that happened, you know. I people think it's instant, even with weight loss surgery. It wasn't. I can remember the first month um being obviously the hardest. I mean, it was just devastating. And and, and maybe losing 20 pounds. And I'm like, I mean, I've done that on a crash diet with Atkins. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and so what in the world did I do? There was, there was a lot of like fear and stuff. Um, but man, even those, those first months um, I can remember crying because I, I, I couldn't eat my whole meal and realizing mm. what a part of the clean plate club I was, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so that was the first hard thing probably that I was like, wow, I can do this. I can sit down when everyone is eating all of these, all fried foods, all giant plates of, of heaping masses and going back for seconds. And I can have this smaller plate of nutrient rich food and eat it and still have a good time. Like when Mm. I learned that I was like, wow, like I can hang out with people and still be fun and stop being so focused on what's on my plate. Huge lesson. So that was probably the first one. Um, and then anybody who's lost, uh, you know, gone from really severely obese, mm-hmm. um, to a healthy weight, the difference in, I always loved fitness. Like I said, I mean, I was, I was 240 something pounds at, I don't want to freak people out by numbers because I'm really short. So that is a very big number for me. It might not be as big of a number for some people. Um, but I was out there doing that and still doing, you know, two hours Zumba, like three hours, Zumba awesome. and dancing yeah. and and putting that on my joints. Yeah. Um, and so I, kind of the next possibility, I couldn't believe that I could do the things I could do that I could get out and, and jog and, and chase the kids and, um, and go to the park and take these massive, I think I did a 20 mile hike three months after surgery. And I was just like, I can't believe I did that. We, that we so did the other side of a waterfall, um, to on this trail, we had no idea. And I, I that would have just I would have been unraveled, you know, before yeah. I lost the weight. Cause I would not physically have been able to do it. People are like, oh, mind over matter. Well, no, not if you not, if your tiny arms are pulling up 240 pounds, it's not possible. <laughs> um, and so things like that now, um, on top of, I thought, you know, oh, this is just about fitness and, and, you know, diet it's not now, yeah. um, I am, I'm like sharing things on social media and I'm involved in a gym and I'm encouraging other people. Yeah. And I'm looking at people I know who are like, "Oh, I'm trying to get muscle definition my," and and I'm working out with with people who are doing bikini competitions and things like yeah. that. And I don't look like them, and I don't work out like them. Yeah, but I'm not rattled by
0: it, and I'm able to be inspired by them and not insecure around I them. I love that, and I love because you even mentioned that even with you know your friend, Annie. And, you know, let's talk about that real quick. How do you not compare yourself? Like, what is it? Cause you, you know, you, you talk in your song about we're all on a different journey, stop comparing, you know, you should pursue your own possibility. How do you not compare yourself?
1: Well, I think you know this more than anybody, because you've said it to me, even when I'm um, when, when we were discussing some of this stuff, like God put this in you, this Mm -hmm. prompting Is is from God. And so I think when I finally stopped listening to the world and started listening to God, that comparison thing took care of itself in a big, big way. Like, like I needed to to lose this weight. I even now have my like my goal kind of number, like that's this little gift that God has given me in my heart. I have to remind myself that when I'm like focused on it and beating myself up for not being there yet. Like, that these are things from God, like he's told me where I want to be and what he wants to do with my life. And when I'm bowed to him, um, and just living sacrificially in his will, mm-hmm. um, he I'm, I'm hearing him, you know, and, and it's so funny, because I was a worship leader my whole life, or at least my whole adult life. Yeah. And I wasn't listening. I, wow. I think that, that overcoming this comparison thing, when we're comparing ourselves, we're listening to our own insecurities, we're listening to the enemy and we're listening to the world. Yep. And when we turn that volume down and turn up God's word, um, our time and worship with him, the things that he's revealing to us personally, um, and he shows us who he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that who he wants someone else to be is different than that. Like there's beauty in that. There's beauty yeah, in the stuff is. that we have as women and we want to squash it and all look alike. That's that's just so diminishing God's purpose and plan for us as a people.
0: Oh. That was so good, <laughs> you know. And it's funny because I think part of listening to God is also not looking at other people. You know, it's 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 all of that. You know, I mean, you have to kind of put blinders on. I, you know, I don't openly confess this, but I'll tell you, since it's just me and you and all the podcast listeners, right now, <laughs> um, I when I have, you know, because I I swim in the pool with with life coaches and I swim in the the pool with health and wellness people, whether I want to or not, that's just the pool I'm in, the pools. And I have to just unfollow them on social media because if not, it will influence what I hear God telling me. If I see the wrong thing, it influences what I know I should be doing. And I don't do it to be mean. I do it because it distracts me.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's something that even for me, um, I, I am realizing and like, I'm crazy busy and you know that right now, but, but seeing you and and this beautiful, like Christian weight loss coaching and and the program that you've written, I'm like, like if I, I need more of that in my life to balance out because I am at this point, you know, obviously I go to a gym, um, with, I, I have some great Christian gals that go with me, but also, not, you know, and yeah. there, there are a lot of people there that are pursuing the same things that I'm pursuing from a secular point of view. Um, and, and I love them. I love them dearly. However, it, you know, I want to be sure not to flip that and to yeah. forget why I'm doing that because I'm not. And so, um, you know, these are people God's place in my life. And so in that case, I can't necessarily, um, unfollow them. I sure. can make sure that God's voice is much louder, you know? And yeah. so Absolutely, whether it's unfollowing or you know, balance making sure you've got that balance of God speaking into your life and God things, um, because He is the priority and the main thing. Um, oh, and it yeah. does, it so so helps because there, the enemy knows the enemy puts that person in your feed or that person okay. in your who's going to um distract you, who's going to yeah. make you feel like you're not getting enough
0: or mm. you're not enough, and that's not true, you know. Mm. So I have a question. What would you, what, what would you say to the woman who's considering any kind of surgery? What would you say to her as far as, you know, either any wisdom that you would share or something you didn't know that you wish you'd known? What would you say to a woman who might be considering that?
1: Oh, I mean, prayer, obviously so much prayer and um, discernment going into it um, make sure everyone in your immediate family is on board. You're not going to have everyone. Like, I mean, my parents did not support it at all. They were supportive. I don't want to say that they didn't support it. They were adequately afraid. You know? yeah. I haven't ever had a surgery, a serious surgery, in my entire life. Um, and so this, that was made this even more terrifying, right. um, for me, for me and for, for my family. And so, um, they weren't going to be like, yeah, go do this. Like, they're like, you're beautiful the way you are. We don't want you to risk your life overweight. You know, that's the way they saw it. And, and I don't blame them for that. And I understand it. Um, but, but having my husband, he went to some of the meetings with doctors, with me, yeah. um, us discussing what our goals would be as a couple, massive, massive difference. So make sure your family's on board, do the research, go to the meetings. I mean, that people think that, that weight loss surgery is like an instant thing. It's absolutely not. Um, you, you do like, I, they put me through to make sure I didn't have a legit food addiction. You know, I had to take tests and things like that because I could have killed myself if I did, you know, if I would have went through this surgery and went and had three big Macs afterwards, I I could have exploded my stomach, you know? And so Mm -hmm. they, there's a lot more that goes into it, um, on the professional level for making sure you're a candidate that's going to benefit from it. And so trust God and trust that process and, and walk through it. And, you go through these classes and you go through these things and there's so much time to back out, you know, they don't, they don't pressure you to do it, you mm-hmm. know? And so I was thankful for that program that I was able to kind of walk through that journey, but I do not regret a single part of it. I really don't. It was the best decision I ever made in my life. It was the hardest decision I ever made in my life. Um, and it's, it's something that's it's said a lot. A lot of people either don't do it or people who have done it can relate to this. It's the easy way out. Um, it's something that's said concerning or stigma around weight loss surgery, um, as someone who has done every weight loss program under the moon and every diet and who has done incredibly hard fitness programs, um, and loved them. This was the hardest thing I ever had to do. It really was. It changed my entire life and there was no going back. Um, so it, 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 I mean, I, it changed the way my relationships it did, you know, even with my, my family, I never realized how much, um, but it also changed our legacy. And like, I think it will mm-hmm. change generations when I see the changes it made in my daughter, because having that surgery made me realize how much of our life revolved around food. Yeah. I mean, so like, much. because I was so sensitive to it. Like when we wake up in the morning, everyone's like, what are we going to eat? Yeah. You know, when you're eating breakfast, it's like, what's for lunch when you're eating lunch, it's what's for dinner. And it was like, guys, I cannot live like this anymore. Yeah. I, you know, we all made this decision together. You said you'd support me. Like food is now something that we do to survive yeah, and we're fueling all the time. And, and that has changed my family, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's been a blessing, but yeah, just trust the process and
0: trust God through the process. Um, and yeah, do your research. <laughs> my last question, because that was specific to, you know, your surgery, but unique to just your personal weight loss journey what has been what's been the biggest blessing of your weight loss journey when you look back on it that you can kind of see unfolding finding
1: myself again
0: a hundred yeah god has
1: a a purpose for each of us um he loves us um and and man if you're a parent you know that you look into your kids' face and you just adore them yeah you just adore them you see um, just all of their potential and all of their beauty and, and seeing like deep down, I always knew God felt that way about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, in the scheme of insecure, not insecure, confident, not confident, I think I've always been a pretty confident person. Um, now though, seeing like, I feel like I'm confident in who God created me to be. Um, and I'm not finding confidence in the wrong things. Um, and I am not, I'm not like, you know, obsessed with the wrong things and all of my insecurities. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest things you don't prepare for, I think as women, uh, when we are at an unhealthy weight, like I can remember being so obsessed with my midsection. I know that sounds Mm -hmm. silly, but you're you're so relatable. And I mean, even at the gym, I hear it. It's one of the things that I hear women tell our trainer, I just want to lose this belly fat. Um. When I found my face again, it yeah. like like it was like the first time I saw a picture, and my jawline was there. Mm. And I looked like that girl that I had vaguely remembered from school. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, i I just like it was like tears of joy. It was like, I remember her. and i I didn't even know I had like this dimple that when I smile really big, is on one side of my face. I had yeah. seen it in over two decades, you know? Um. <laughs> and so. Uh, Finding that woman again um, and and just seeing how free I am and, and that I don't turn down like um, someone wants me to speak and I know that it's going to involve me being up front. I don't I don't hesitate. Like I'm not yeah. like, oh, this is going to be horrible. People are, but are, are you going to take, me? I mean, I can remember policing whether or not people took pictures or recordings of me mm. um, and being like, like, even like, you know, worship things. People were like, we'd really like to record or live stream this. And I'm like, no, if you want me as your worship leader, I am just telling you, I can't do it. And that's
0: how our weight loss, that's how our weight becomes a weapon formed against us because uh, then the enemy is totally muting your testimony and getting your your gift out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And but it was like, it was like, you guys don't understand. Like, I feel like if I see these videos come back, I'll never lead worship again. I'll never get up on page again. It will just rattle me so, so badly. Um, and so I, yeah, I fought against it. And again, ways that God is good and sovereign and sees in the future. I had no idea COVID was going to happen and everything was going to be live streamed. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God this, you know, that three years ago, I, God really put this prompting in me because he would have, he would have literally, the enemy would have literally been able to silence me because I wasn't yeah. able to lead worship, worship in person. Yeah. You know, there were, there were some weeks there when we were fully leading, yeah. um, over, over live stream and over video. Yes. And, and it is true. The whole, the camera packs on this my pal. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the science is behind it, but no, I, I do feel like I, I don't, I never look at a video of myself leading worship and I'm like, Oh, I look so great. Never. Even to this, <laughs> day. I don't, it's just, it's not it's- like, like, Oh,
0: it's so relatable because it just is. We're our own worst critics. But the reality is it's it's the confidence in God that we have, you know, that we're able to stand up there, take that mic, and shine. Yeah, and absolutely. you do a magnificent job. And I'm just so proud Thank of you. you. I'm so thankful for your transparency. I'm thankful that you um, you know, have this desire to be so truthful and let women know like what your journey has looked like. And the fact that you're a human and you have feelings that, you know, when you're going through this, people say things and it doesn't always feel comfortable to hear what they have to say, yeah. you know, it really yeah, does. And, so, and it's
1: something that I will say, probably a last piece of advice that I would give yeah. um, anybody going through this journey would be from Galatians 1.10, the, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God, um, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so I, I had felt like getting this surgery. I was, I I really was trying to please God. Like something just happened to me that I'm like, I want to provide an offering to him weekly of worship. That's not distracted. And it's not, um, thinking about all of my insecurities. Um, thank God I reached that place before I started this journey, because like I said, I literally have had to people tell me, I, you don't need to lose any more weight. Yeah. You, you're starting to look kind of sick, you know, or, you know, yeah. you don't, I mean, it's just, and even now it's like, you know, you're going to the gym and they're like, oh, don't bulk up. You'll look like a man. I mean, it, it's just so many things. It's unending. it's unending. I really liked it when you had a little bit more weight on your face, you know, you're smi- <laughs> like, oh, what are you saying to me right now? Yeah. And so I'm so thankful that at the beginning of this journey and what prompted me to go in and start really, really be willing to be like, whatever it takes, Lord, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Um, and to go to the promised land that you've called me to, um, that I, that beginning of that journey, it, it became about God. And that was such a game changer because now people still have opinions <laughs> and it's not, if I was to please people, I would be sacrificing what God has called me to do and I would be choosing Absolutely. their way. And so I'm so thankful for that. And, Um, as everyone's starting this journey, man, figure out what God wants you to do, not what other people want you to do or what, not what God wants other people to do. What's God want you to do and have the courage to take that next step.
0: You're absolutely right. And I'm so happy you said that because, you know, that's where a lot of people get confused with me, you know, Sherry, I mean, you know, even close people, they're like, I'm sorry, but you have got to start working out and doing all of these things. If you want to lose weight. And that's not what God put on in front of me, you know, no, I mean- no, and, me
1: and you are very different in that. And that's what's yeah. fun about it is here. You see the both of us on this journey and I am like, um, love working out. It's just yeah. what I like to do. Exactly. It's not your thing. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. some of us are, I'm finding um, I'm about, I just wrote a masterclass that I'm doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that some of us are more spiritually designed and therefore the physical obedience is something we work on. And others of us are more physically designed and the spiritual obedience is something we need to work on. And that's perfectly fine. Like that's what you see in the character of everybody in the Bible. Everybody's either physically, you know, in, in charge in their mind and spiritually needing to catch up. And and that's where their sanctification is really emphasized and focused. And so, yeah, it's, it's all a matter of what God is telling each of us for our unique areas of opportunity and growth where he needs us. But then the other side of that is, you know, like you shared with Galatians 1 10, recognizing that each of us needs to pay attention to the fact that we are on stage and there is only one person in the audience that we need to be concerned about. Absolutely, And that's God. It's just, it's always, that's the number to be focused on. It's number one it's better than anyone else. I mean, you know, yes. and that's
1: what I've tried to like tell my kids and And that anyone who's looking at you and giving you advice who has skin on, who is earthly right here, they are looking at you with all of their past experiences and their own expertise and they're speaking into your life. Even those of us who are called to do this, that is something that we try to die to um, when we're counseling or when we're coaching to say like, Lord, don't let anything about me change this message this person because it's so it happens. We have our own trauma and baggage that we're speaking into other people's life. God doesn't look at like us that way. He's looking at us without the baggage and he sees a hundred percent, our potential and what we were created to be. So Mm -hmm. he's the only audience member we need. He sees us the way that we need to be seen.
0: And we long to be seen. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Jen, I could talk to you for a day.
1: Um, I just
0: treasure you and I appreciate you sharing so openly your story with us. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me.